This episode of the Music Dicks is brought to you by Thrax CBD, your number one Appalachian CBD supplier. They have top quality products ranging from tinctures, topicals, gummies, gel caps, and more. Ranging in strength from 25 to 1,000 milligrams, they have Hawaiian Haze, a raw flower containing 15.34% CBDA and less than 0.3% THC, which makes it compliant with all federal and state laws regarding the Industrial Hemp Act. You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com thraxcbd or on the web at thraxcbd.com. CBD is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Not intended for the use of anyone under the age of 18. What's going on, dickheads? Thank you guys for tuning in for another installment of the Music Dicks podcast. We appreciate you. All the ride and dies out there that are listening every week, especially the ones that are showing this to their friends, their family, their loved ones. Tristan, you got anything to add? Nope. No? I mean, like, I think I've stated before, maybe we not put it out there, but, like, if you guys got pets that you, like, let listen to music while you're not home, just turn on the Music Dicks podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find it, and then while your dogs are at home and you're away at work, if that's your situation, just play the podcast for them. Yeah, so we can get our plays up. <laughs> you said it. Hit the, hit the nail on the head on that one, Tristan. All right, so today we've got somebody who I am uh, fairly familiar with, but you all aren't. And Tristan's never met a day in his life. Nope. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Chris Rucker. I am uh, from Grafton, actually. I've been living here for about 20, 23, 24 years. Um, I am the director of bands at Grafton High School. I uh, teach music appreciation, guitar, and I love music and um I play some here and there whenever I can. I have two dogs, two cats, a couple of fish. There you go. A couple of kids, wife. It's a great, li- great life. I know how that goes. Animals, kids, a significant other. Yeah. Tristan's still a rock star. We make, we make fun <laughs> of him because no kids, no no animals, nothing like that. I mean, it's easy. It's easy, he says. I got a dog. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome that, like you said, you teach guitar because we didn't have that in school. That wasn't this a class. A, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, um, you know, I get kids in there that just uh, are, are beginners and they know nothing. And then I get people that are better than me. Yeah. And I just kind of let them go, you yeah. know, and kind of just... Can't uh, do much for those. No, just kind of open their ears and minds to some different things yeah. to basically listening to. And uh, uh, the beginners, you know, uh, I, the first thing I tell them, your fingers are going to get sore, man, because you're pressing down these things that uh, your fingers haven't done. And But once you get them, don't lose them because yeah. getting those calluses back, man, that's just... Uh, Doing it all over it, again. It's horrible. Yeah, and it, it, as a guitar player, all of us are guitar players. If you go for a while without playing playing yeah you can are, really fill it again yeah. even though you're not completely rebuilding them because like they've been there for a while if i go for a while else. without playing bass and then go back to bass oh yeah especially size of the that strings hurts. absolutely yeah. yeah it's a different set of calluses yeah, yeah when you, absolutely the bases but yeah like i said it's cool that you had guitar classes because i know back in the day i had cousins that went to bridgeport and they had guitar like guitar 101 or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it but like we never had music yeah, appreciation was the closest all. we ever got to south harrison but you had talked about like having uh students that are better than you at guitar right, right. and you would kind of lead them and show them new music and stuff like that like that was one thing that i loved and we kind of talked um, um through messenger about my teachers from middle school and high school and uh my high school band teacher music appreciation teacher jazz band teacher um skip sabatelli i mean he was he was really good at at showing us some music that we had that we should have known, you know what I mean? Open right, our ears right. to the music that that's really great, not just opinionated good music, but music that there was stuff going on that he thought we could, you know, not only relate to but appreciate. Hear something new for once. It's it's really good, you know, because it's crazy. I've got friends that are in the profession that that teach music that have, that have choir that do band and all that stuff. And I, I thought I wanted to do that for a long time. So is that something that you had already had planned for a long time to do, or how did you get into the whole? teaching thing uh, i knew when i was in the ninth grade what i wanted to do what that i wanted to be a high school band director um and uh i grew up in a small town outside of charleston a little town called clendenin which is about 20 miles north okay. of charleston went to herbert hoover high school and back in the day there um our high school was 10 through 12 so and when we went to junior high six through nine so anyway um I knew what I wanted to do when I was in the ninth grade. You know, I loved music and um, I loved the band and that's uh, that that's what got me started. And I actually almost went to mortuary school and uh, 
That's a that's a wide difference. Yeah, there. that's yeah. a big difference. Both sides of the spectrum yeah. a little bit there. My best friend in high school wanted that. He went on to mortuary school, and you know, you get into that. Well, I just want to, you know, follow whatever you do. But yeah. you know, when you have that uh, burning passion inside you of, of music, then or whatever it is you you do, then. Um, it's hard to back away from that. Well, it's like they say, you find something you appreciate, you never work a day in your life. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of days where you're like, uh, what am I doing here? But you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I've been, totally. I've been, right. I've been doing this 20, <laughs> 24 years. So yeah. yeah, there's been a lots of days. <laughs> I yeah. think, Oh man, I don't, I don't want to get out of bed. Today. So you teach concert and marching band then? Yes. So which one's your favorite? Uh, the older I get <laughs> concert. <laughs> <That's band. laughs> yeah. I figured that's what that answer was going to be after you said the older you got. Uh, but the day that I don't get excited when I hear the drums and stuff, you know, that's the day that, that I know that that's, uh, I probably shouldn't be doing that job anymore. And, um, you know, I, I, I love marching band until about the middle of October. Then yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Do I have to? You're do, done with it. By do right I have now? to go stand out in the rain again yeah. at a football game or whatnot? And so, with everything going on right now, are you doing any band camps or anything like that? Well, it's um, you know traditionally, and this is I tell this I tell people this a lot. I say you know normally by now I've said that phrase a lot. Normally by now mm-hmm. or traditionally by now we would have done blank blank blank. Yeah. But uh, you know the guidelines that have came out by the NFHS and the National Federation of High Schools have uh, you know there's pretty stipulated on what you can and can't do, and really there's a lot of things, a lot more things we can't do than we can. Yeah. Uh, so, but right now I can see kids. We are like what's in called phase two. And I can see about 10 kids at a time, which kind of works out because I, I bring in sections at a time. Like today, okay. right before here, I came, I, I had a sectional with my saxophone. So, That's cool. Okay. Yeah. And I get to know the kids a little bit better than that smaller group. But uh, in, that, in the back of my mind, I know, or in the front of my mind, I know what the reality is. But in the back of my mind, I still have that panic attack in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got a game and I got a performance. And like, <laughs> right. You know, but I know that that performance isn't going to be what it was this yeah. time last year. So we're—I think it's worth being said. We're recording this on August fifth, um, and obviously, I, I plan to have it out before then. But do you think this—the September date that they think or want to start schools—is is, going to happen? I think that just my gut, and this isn't from any you know yeah, administrators. Yeah. It's just me. Uh, you know, I think we'll go back September 8th, but I think it'll be highly modified in what we're doing and how we do, do it and deliver instruction. So hadn't they talked about doing like an online thing before? Yeah. Officially? Yeah. There's a, uh, in, in Taylor County, and I applaud my, my employer because they have come out with an amazing, very detailed plan of how we're going to come back to school. And um, they've came up with four different tiers that, uh, you know, if if what is happening um, during that time, you pick whatever tier you would go back, you know, the, ultimately we'd all want to go back face to face like normal school, but yeah. you know, um, there's a possibility of that clear down to remote learning for everyone. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, uh, you know, the virtual school and it's, it's kind of confusing to people and the way that I understand it, it is, uh, for the, um, high school, middle school, kids, they would be taught by um, the division or Department of Education, but still be enrolled in in the school. Uh, That's the way that I understand it. And the elementary school kids, I think, would work a little bit differently. Um, But I mean, nobody's ever had to do this before. And and the thing that I have, uh, you know, I started worrying about what, you know, what the the football team's doing or what this band over in this county's doing. And you just worry yourself to death. And then, you know, I've just come to the conclusion I can only control what I do and what I do with my students. And the ultimate, ultimately to me, their safety is the, that that's what I want to do is keep them safe more than anything. Absolutely. And, and if that means we, you know, we don't play, you know, at a, a ten minute halftime show, then that's what it means. Yeah. You know, because this COVID nineteen will not be here forever. Yeah. And you have to think past that. And it, sometimes it's hard to do that. It's hard to get not get caught in the moment. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I asked what you thought personally, because like you said, you can't really do anything until. 
you know, it's here and they say, Hey, you can start school. And then you kind of go, like you said, right. You see how it happens and you, sh- you see what you guys need to do. Cause it's never happened before. This is brand new to us. And I mean, I don't want to go as, as far as to say like, Hey, what do you think about it? Cause like, I feel like everybody's got their own opinion on everything yeah, right, nowadays right. With, with everything that's going on. And I mean, some places are being super strict about the mass thing and some places aren't. And, you know, I look at it as, you know, you've got kids, I've got kids. Mm-hmm. I, I would hate to be that guy that, oh, it's not a big deal. And then I would go, can, you know, give it to my kids. And exactly. I you know, got it because that would right. be, as a father, that would be, you know, the worst thing that you could do is put your kids in danger. That's the way I look at it. Right. But it, it, it's crazy because I really feel like, I feel bad for these kids that are in school, especially I, I've got a nephew that's a senior this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is his senior year of high school. Right. I mean, so let's say they don't do school this year, school year, and they, 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 they say, all right, well, we're going to pick up again next year. Like, you know, what happens? And you, I guess you wouldn't know what happened until they, you know, make a decision exactly. on that. It's, it's just, it's crazy. Cause they'll be telling their kids about this years from now. And I'll be telling my grandkids about it and my mm-hmm. kids about it years from now. Cause my kids are young and they don't understand it. You know, I've got a one-year-old and a three-year-old and Hendrix is my three-year-old is wondering why I'm buying a mask for him. Right. And it's like, so people right. don't sneeze on you. You know what I mean? And he, he gets that, but he doesn't understand why we don't want people to sneeze on him exactly. But it's like I said, it's, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy what's going on. So you being a, uh, you, so you said you teach band, you know, concert and marching band, mm-hmm. music appreciation, right. guitar. guitar as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know because I'm not a music teacher. As far as your, your marching band, your concert band stuff go, can you play most of those instruments or? That's what I was going to ask. Like how many instruments do you have to be able to like teach for, to get your music certification or that, uh, to the teaching certification, I guess? Well, you know, all the standard ones. Uh, and I was in college a few years ago, I guess. Where'd you uh, go to college at? I went to Alderson Broadus. Okay. And um, graduated in 1993. So I'm a little bit old. Well, uh, I don't think our listeners are into math. I know <laughs> I'm not. You know. Most definitely. Yeah. Hey, age is just a number. Absolutely. You know, I feel better at 49 than I did at 29. There you go. But but anyway. I should hold out for 49. That's yeah. <laughs> what <Yeah>. you're saying. <laughs> the, uh, you know, you have to be able to play uh, the majority of of the you know the standard ones like the flute, clarinet, saxophone, trumpet, trombone. So when you say like play them, it's not like fluently. No, I'm not just, a virtuoso. On yeah, so every just be able to play them. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Just to show, especially in the younger, usually by the kid, time kids get to me in the ninth grade in high school, they they know what they're they know doing. the basics. And, yeah, you know, I just kind of uh, tweak them up and and uh, teach them some new ways of listening and listening and using their air and and uh, rudiments and things like that to uh, to f- you know further grow them as musicians. Yeah. That's that's my job. It's it's crazy cuz I played saxophone middle through middle school to high school for a, I think a year of high school after I got out of high school and I think I told you like I was first chair in middle school when it came to alto saxophone and like my alto saxophone is sitting right there from from school. <laughs> I I can't do a thing on it. Luckily, I have a sax player in my band that you know he does everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I worry about doing it because there for a while I'm like maybe I should just consider playing guitar and saxophone. And then I got somebody that actually knows how to play the saxophone. But <laughs> no, I was just curious because it's um it's it's really nice to be able to. I would assume because I can't do it on everything, but there's certain things like the piano and the bass and even drums to an extent that you know that you know that you can pick up and at least do something on. Right. You know right. what I mean? Because uh, like I said, the saxophone is something that I had learned, but I've forgotten everything about and I can't do anymore. And it's like Warren, our sax player, he plays sax and flute with the band, so it's kind of you don't see that as much, especially around in these parts as right, far as right, you know right. live bands go. So that's a, a kind of a neat touch. But like I said, I was just curious because I don't know how that goes. So. Have you always been a teacher at Grafton, or have you been at different schools? I um, actually i I subbed in Kanawha County for a couple of years, and then i um, I went to Marshall. I was a graduate assistant at Marshall, and uh, worked on my master's in music theory and composition. And uh, I got uh, offered the job at Philip Barber back in nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around in there. And back in those days. A band director job was scarce, man. I mean, it took me, I graduated in 93, and this was three years later before I even got offered a job. So is that like a profession that you, that's, you're you saying that somebody would stay in for a while, right? Exactly. Okay. Right. Okay. Now, nowadays, well, you know, teaching in West Virginia as a, as a entirety is, is, you know, it's hard. There's a lot of positions that are open. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, I, I grabbed that job up there at Philip Barber and I loved it, um, but my wife was from Grafton. I did my student teaching at Grafton High School. When uh, the um, 
the band director there had uh, retired, I took over there. So, uh, and I've been there. This is my 22nd year at Grafton High School. I was about to ask you because you said you're from Clendenin, mm-hmm. which I don't know the area well, but I know where it's at. Right. Um, how you ended up in Grafton, but you said your your wife went to Grafton. Right. Was from Grafton. Well, I I went to Phil um, Alderson Brawless in Philippi, so that's how I got to know you know North Central West Virginia. Gotcha. Yeah. So and and um, I love Philippi and and I still I still go over there sometimes. And, yeah. You know I love these little towns like Grafton, Philippi, and Buckhannon. Buckhannon. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Buckhannon's awesome well, little town. There's a lot, and it's worth being said, absolutely, because there's a lot of people out there, and I don't want to say our listeners, because I mean I've got all the analytics to see where our listeners are coming from, and a lot of people are listening from the state, but a lot of people just don't know. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that live around these places that have never been and, and have never experienced like the small town, you know, not not necessarily lifestyle, but the things that go I mean, I guess lifestyle essentially, but just the little things that go on in this right, town or right. that town or this town. You know, it's it's worth being said, like I said, that there's a lot of cool things. Philippi is a nice and a really nice town, like you'd mentioned. And Buck Cannon's another one. And Buck Cannon's, you know, they're kind of slowly growing. Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, Buck Cannon now is not what it was 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of small towns here that people just don't, they, they've heard of them, but they've never been there. Right. So it's worth being said. Yeah. And Grafton's the same way as, uh, you know, Buck Cannon. It's starting to grow, especially promoting the arts. There's the Arts Council, the Arts uh, uh, Gallery, um, and then the coffee shop that's just down the street. So, you know, the Grafton's a big supporter of the arts. And, uh, uh, I'm lucky to uh, get to know that know these people that yeah. that run these places. And Absolutely, especially being a fellow person in the arts. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. That's great. Not not just somebody that appreciates, but but that's that's what you do for a living right. is arts. Um, I, I know Grafton fairly well because as a musician, I've played in Grafton since I was probably 16. Um, well, we'll say 18 for those of you listening right. that it matters. But like the Strand in <laughs> Grafton, yeah. you know, Scotty uh, is is a wonderful person. He's always treated me with with such kindness and and uh, I, he's just since since I really decided to hey this is what I'm going to do I'm going to be a musician he's always you know been open and, and tried to help me out whenever mm-hmm. he could and you know whenever he says hey I need somebody I'm right there as long as I can do it but I mean he's a great guy and there's a lot of great people that I've met not to say anything bad or or good about Grafton but there's a lot of great people I've met from the area from being down there and playing that right, place right. you know what I mean. So not to drag it back to instruments for too long, but um, <laughs> That's all right. is, are there any instruments that you don't like to teach? Uh, the flute. I, I, uh, I'm not, you know. That's, really, you're not Jethro Tull? No, you're not Jethro no, Tull. Not Jethro Tull. And I'm not thick as a brick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the flute, I, just because I'm a, you know, a big burly guy, it's hard to, right. hard to, for me to do that. And some of the exotics, I have, uh, you know, I have this kid that plays a bassoon, man, and he's, really? I mean, he's really cool, and he's, I mean, he's so talented, he plays so many things, but. Is the bassoon something that's in your. No, it's not it's in not, my wheelhouse, yeah, okay, and it is, and I, I said, here you go, man, here it is, and like, here's a book. You were thinking, like, finally, a kid that plays a bassoon, I can I mean, show it's off my a, skills. When <laughs> you when you have a kid, or when you hear a bassoon is played well, then, you know, you uh, uh, the bassoon's a cool instrument, but for me to teach, there's so many buttons, I'm just like, yeah. here, man, just, here, here it is, here's a book, if you need questions, I'll, I'll try to answer them, or I'll shoot you a youtube link or something that's crazy i because i mean i love music and i was in concert band i was never in marching band but i don't know that i could pick out a bassoon if i heard yeah, it yeah no doubt a, me like either composition of a no bunch idea. of instruments it's like it's kind of like a french horn or something like that isn't it um, am i completely wrong or is no, it more like bassoon, a clarinet bassoon's like a it looks like a big clarinet doesn't right it's, oh, okay, it's got right. like I got that you. hooked yeah it's yeah. the bow okay, okay. The, the term See, there i don't know yeah this guy's using correct terms <laughs> yeah, i have no idea and well, it 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 uses a double reed. A and double you, reed. Being a saxophone, you know what you know. The reed yeah. goes on the bottom of the mm-hmm. mouthpiece. Yeah. Well, on a, a bassoon or an oboe or uh, uh, the English horn is the other uh, double reed. But I, I don't have any players. But I have uh, oboe and bassoon player. But yeah. you know, it's two pieces of of um, bamboo or reed material, yeah. and they vibrate against each other, which is different than a reed on a clarinet or saxophone. So is there work. like a favorite that you have, like that you really, really enjoy teaching? Teaching? Uh, you know, I love teaching. Uh, I love teaching kids to play the guitar that have always wanted to learn it. Yeah. You know, and just see, and, and I have to, and I, I know this from experience as, as a, as a student and as a teacher, as a father, you know, the guitar is not a, uh, 
what I call a, a instant gratification instrument. You know, you can absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking. You know about what I'm trying to say. Explain, yeah. You know, my my son, and you. I'm sure you'll you're the same way. You know, the greatest joys I have in my life is um, playing music with my kids. And, and when your kids get to that age, you know that is yeah. that you'll you'll get to experience that. But you know, my son. Um, when he was about six or seven, I took him to a guitar class. I said, this is a cool thing that, you know, father and son can do. And yeah. We went to Fairmont State. And now How old is your son? He is 19 now. Okay. He's getting ready to go back to Marietta College on okay. Sunday. He's studying music therapy. But anyway, you know, the instant gratification, he was an instant, instant gratification person. Yeah. So he didn't like the guitar. Yeah. So we put him on the piano, and he's just... You know, it's more of an instant, instant yeah. gratification instrument. And he is, I mean, he's majoring in piano music therapy now. So piano is always one of those instruments that I really, really wanted to learn just because I think they, even in rock music, not just as a classical, you know, instrument, right, piano, exactly. but like in rock, they add so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, the doors. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you, you hear that. So they have that sound and, and that sound is them. You know, and I mean, just like I said, in rock music, as much as, and a lot of times it's not even, there's not that much going on. Right. On it, you right. know what I mean? It's just a couple of little things here or there, just a couple of notes on a, on a keyboard. Players also. Oh, Billy yeah. Powell is incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, in rock music, it's such a big, and I always, I always wanted to learn the, 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 how to play the piano. So I think that's really cool. Um, as far as the guitar goes, though, I know exactly what you mean. And, and, and you talk about, you know, being able to play music with your kids. And it's like Hendrix, he's three. He's, he's had, I guess, I don't want to say privilege because he might look at it later in life and be like, man, my dad's band was terrible. You know what I mean? But <laughs> he's, he's been on stage with us before. And there's actually a tiny little kid's drum set behind you there. And, I, I, of course, as a guitar player, I'm like, I played hey, all the time. I, I would right. love yeah, for you to, play. yeah, right. I would love for you to play guitar. And he's named Hendrix. I mean, he didn't just get right. that name out of a book. You know, <laughs> he he went to see us a couple of times playing him. And he's he's fascinated with our drummer Bob, and and uh, he got in his head that he wanted to play drums. So I mean, I'm not going to say no. You're not allowed right, to play drums. Right. So I bought him a drum kit for for Christmas, and he's got a guitar in his room as well. But you know, he he's he's very very smart as a three year old when it comes to music. He'll mm-hmm. hear something, and without knowing the song by that artist, like with Dave Matthews, he knows that voice and that right. feel. He'll be able to tell you that's Dave Matthews. Same thing with Jimi Hendrix, or when he hears his dad's music with our album being out, like he'll be able to say that's dad. You know what I mean? It, right. It's really cool because I, I wonder if my parents got to see me grow like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm seeing it in my son now. I just think it's really neat. But yeah, obviously, I, I would love to play music with my son. At, well, sons, I guess I've got. Two of them, Cruz. I love you too. I mean, <laughs> you won't hear this anytime soon right. and be able to It'll remember. Be a while yeah. So, what, is there anything that you would change about music class? That's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. Uh, you anything know, that you can change without, uh, I don't know, being reprimanded? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the kids. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's. I've been doing this, like I said, 24, 26 years. That's uh, and you, you get some really cool kids, and you know, and and you get some that aren't so cool. But <laughs> my. Uh, and that's in life and anything, yeah. you know, and that's a, yeah, that's, you know, a little bit off. That's topic. everywhere for sure. And if you haven't figured out by now, I have ADD pretty bad. So, and I, t- I tell my students when I'm talking, I said, well, here's the point, but I'm way over here, but I'll get back <laughs> to it. So, you know, it's what I love about education and what I hate about education at the same time is kids find something they love to do or they're really good at, but don't get to do it all the time so they might struggle in english class and then uh take off in the shop class or vice versa you know what i mean uh you know uh funding for the arts is and that you know that's not that's not a grafton thing my uh you know i got i work for great people uh taylor county schools grafton high school you know they're amazing to work for and there's something said about working in a county where you're the only high school there you know not, not yeah. to not to take you too far off point but you're talking about the arts being like a problem i mean it really is right. didn't fairmont just cancel something yeah fairmont, fairmont state yeah fairmont state closed or or got was rid it, of was their it music theater? was it music the, music and theater degrees it's ridiculous uh alderson Bratis yeah. did you know they've kind of weaned it out uh and i mean i never took that next step and went to college for music I, i'm a high school dropout that got his ged and mainly it was because i wanted to play music and make money from it Right, I, I could have done that with finishing high school, but I had the opportunity to play music, so I, I took that. Right, and it's funny because I, I had a, a, a middle school when I really started playing guitar and getting into it. I, I tried out for middle school basketball, made the team before the season starts. Went to my coach and was like, "Hey, coach, I'm not I'm not going to play basketball. I'm going to play play music." 
And he's like, that's the dumbest decision you'll ever make in your life. And I'm not naming any names, but um, it's like, I, I tell people, I'm like, that story's funny because I've never made a dime playing basketball. Right. But I've made a good bit of money playing music. And when you're 50 years old, you'll still be able to play music. Yeah, there you go. You yeah, know, my, my knees still hurt, but they wouldn't hurt as bad. You right. know what I mean? I mean, I love sports. I, I love to watch it. And, you know, I haven't played it for years, but, yeah. you know, uh, I, I just, uh, you know, the funding for arts, like you said, Fairmont State, Alderson brought us. And, uh, you know, the COVID is going to have an effect on the arts. Absolutely. I mean, the performing arts uh, right now is, you know, like I said before, there's more we can't do than we can. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm working a job now. Right, right. You know, you know you're not getting to play out. Yeah. You know, I play just for fun. You play because that's your job. Yeah, it's my living, yeah. I was um, also going to ask, um, have you been in any bands or anything like that? Any projects? You mean By bands, you mean like bands. Right, bands. Not, the, not, not the Grafton High School yeah. marching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I have uh, here and there just just for fun. Uh, when I was in high school, I was in a band called the Scum Sucking Pig Dogs. But uh, okay, wow, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm sure your parents loved that one. Right? Well, the, yeah, <laughs> especially when I sang uh, "Born to Be Wild" in monotone. So <laughs> that was that was kind of our shtick, you know. Gotcha, and, gotcha. And we and I was in, in college. I played in a band called Country once because we swore we'd never play country again. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I knew we got along for a reason. You know, it's funny. Country um, once because and I I, I kind of alluded to it before we had really got into it and started the episode. But like you and I know each other. We've known each other before. We kind of agreed to do this with you, and it's because of you know us playing guitar right. and playing music and singing. And you know, one thing I can say is I've always appreciated your song choices. Oh, you know, you. you know what I mean? As a musician, because there'll be songs that you pick that you enjoy, that you enjoy playing, but then you'll hear another musician play and you're like, oh, I'd really like to do that song. Yeah. But then you start thinking, well, maybe I couldn't do that song. Maybe that vocal part's a little different. Maybe I'll have to change the chords, you know, take them down a couple so I can be able to hit that range. But like I said, as because there's a lot of great musicians out there that I'm just like, oh, I don't like that song. I don't like this right. song. I, like that. I don't like their song choices. I've always appreciated the songs that you've done because... You've played open mic night that I've ran multiple times, and that's the capacity that I've really seen you play in. Right. And I've always appreciated the songs that you do, and, and some of them are songs that we do ourselves with the band or by myself. But um, like I said, I, I alluded to it before we really got rolling here, but that's how we know each other right, right. In, a, in a personal way is from, from doing that. It's the first time that I met you, and really that's the only right, the way right. we've really been around each other is because of that. So then what are some of your influences? Um, you know, I tell... I told somebody the other day, and I appreciate you saying that because a lot of times the music that I play is not really what I want to be playing, but it's what I can play. Yeah, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I know exactly you know what, what I mean. You mean I mean, it, I it's love like, I love the stuff that I play, but it's you know I'd rather be playing bass in a funk band or mm -hmm. something. You know, but, have you uh, not to change the subject? But have you seen the meme? I think you have. It's on Facebook, and it's like a little pistol with an oversized like, oh, yeah, machine yeah, yeah, gun yeah. bullet. I, says, I saw it on your page. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. guitar skills and the songs I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean exactly. You know, uh, so my influences. You know, uh, Ray Charles is probably my the biggest uh, musical, biggest musician I look up to. Yeah, you know, I love Joe Cocker. Uh, you know, my, my if you got. Uh, Spotify. I had it on uh, shuffle there when I was coming up here today, and you know, right before I pulled in, I was listening to a Bill Evans piano piece, and that you know it was uh, before that it was you know, Dave Matthews. So, well, um, you we know, can, we can agree on that. Yeah, one. I, I mean, I love Dave Matthews. Oh, it's and, incredible. Um, so, uh, I look at uh, Joe Cocker uh, as a, a big influence. Uh, Ray Charles, even though I can't play like him or sing like him, but just the things that he did in the music industry. Absolutely. You know, he was a genius. And a lot of people, you know, just look at his music and not what he did off, off, uh, in the music business, I thought I had a Ray Charles album back there. The uh, final, well, the I see the Sly and the Family Stone. Back oh, there. Sly and the Family Stone. That is pretty cool. Sly and the Family Stone is great. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to take a little bit from here and there and, you know, some of the songs that I do that, that you've heard me do, and uh, like I've taken songs that aren't acoustic and made them that way. Yeah. That, uh, uh, in the Air Tonight, that, I, mm -hmm. that Phil Collins. Absolutely. And then there's some that I try to make acoustic that uh, probably shouldn't be. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, the. Uh, so, uh, do, do you consider yourself, because I have a very, and Tristan does too, because I'll say it, and I think Tristan would agree with me, like his main, you listen to a lot of metal. 
Uh, no, you look. No, maybe since we've really started hanging no. out. No, I mean, not anymore. I wouldn't say a metal, more progressive shit. But okay, yeah. but, okay. <laughs> but, but more heavier yeah, stuff exactly. for sure. So we'll say that. So, but but he has a very wide range of taste, yeah, as do I. So like, I know a lot of the the artists that you name are rock. You know, rock right. artists. I mean. Even Ray Charles, I guess, is, is rock in, in certain right, ways. In, in his own, right, yeah, in his yeah. own way. So, do, would you say that you're you have a wide range uh, oh, as yeah. far as music goes? Yeah. Like, do you like some rap? I mean, is there anything that? I mean, that's a tough one for yeah, a lot of people. That is, uh, you know, I I appreciate I appreciate it. How's that? Okay. You know, that's a, see, but see, that's see, a safe answer. Here's to me because <laughs> uh, it's funny, and a lot of people that that know me personally that listen to this probably know. But for a long time before I decided to play guitar, I was convinced I was going to be a rapper. Oh, okay. Convinced. I mean, I'm going to be. Uh, Eminem was big. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair. And there's middle school pictures of me with that bleach blonde hair. I promise I did it. That's but hilarious. No, you know, I digress. Uh, take a take a shot if you heard that because I say that a lot. Anyway, um. So I would tell you, even as somebody that's, I like rap, but it wouldn't be my hip hop. It wouldn't be my top genre of music. I think there's, there's something out there that if, for instance, I don't know if you're familiar with a tribe called Quest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So a tribe called Quest, I've pointed this out to Tristan, their bass, they use an upright bass. And you can just, it's real jazzy. And mm. it's like, I, I pull from that. And it's something that, and like you said, you can appreciate it. Um, you, you can pull from it. And you're like, oh my, I hear this, I hear that, and I hear that. But like, that's why I ask. Because I, as a musician and as a connoisseur, I try to find, even if I know I don't like it, I try to find something that I can exactly, appreciate right, right. or or I can um, relate to in the music. I, I, that's the way I feel, and I, I believe Tristan feels the same way. I'm that way, especially with R and B. Like I don't listen oh, yeah. to a lot of R and B, but like I can appreciate so much in it. But I just ask because there is a lot of people out there that listen to one thing and one thing only. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no. I, I and I didn't I have, think you I were have music but, ADD. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. It, it goes kind of along with my personality that uh, you know. I, I didn't think that you were, but for people listening, you right? Know, the to people get, that don't yeah. know me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I listen. You know. I have. Uh, a wide variety of stuff yeah. that I listen to. Uh, you know, I love funk and and uh, jazz, uh, all the way down to you know back to some of the old old country back when it was what? real and not a- pop, Amen. not pop country. Plus, moment of silence for all this you know old country that has gone away. Yeah. Um. So you had said earlier that playing bass in a funk band. Oh yeah, man. Do you do you play bass? Yes. Yeah. Do you? Prefer the bass over guitar? I'm better at the bass than the guitar. Really? Yeah, because I'm I've just never heard a, you play bass. I just I figured I'd ask. I'm just a hack at the guitar, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, trust me, tr- I I know what you mean because I tell people all the time. It's funny because he's I'm, really good at playing a G chord. It really, <laughs> I, I can hold a G chord f- great, better yes. than most people I know. But it's like my guitar player. Her, my guitar player, my, my saxophone player will be like, you sounded really good tonight, you know? Your lead sounded really great tonight. And it's like, to you, they probably sounded amazing, but there's somebody out there that plays guitar, and he's like, he's just playing scales. That's <laughs> yeah. all he's doing, you know what I mean? But I think as as musicians, not that everybody does it, but I feel like it's almost like when somebody tells you, yeah, you might be big and bad, but somebody out there is bigger oh, and better, yeah, and they'll yeah. whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. I could think that I'm the best guitar player ever, but in reality, somebody out there, could come along and just be a hundred times better. So I think that just being humble when it comes to playing music, you know what I mean? Right. You know what you're capable of. Not that everybody has a ceiling. Cause I think as musicians, we continue to do it to grow. Right. Right. You know what I mean? If you're not growing, you're dying. Oh, that's, uh, that's a know, great way to put so. it. Absolutely. But, uh, and it's just, it's crazy. Cause I know what you mean when yeah. you, when you say hack quote unquote, you know what I mean? It's like you do what you can do and you know that you can do it. So then you kind of, you set the bar for yourself. Right. And then every once in a while, you try to kind of climb the ladder and just reach right over that bar. And then every once in a while, you can, and then you can't. And you know, it's 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 an ever never changing thing. It's like I always say, it's like a, you're climbing a ladder. Really, realistically, it is. It right. is. You know, that's uh, a ladder on an escalator. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. That makes sense too. You know, some people hear that and they're probably like, "What's that mean?" It's like I know what you mean. That uh, you know, and my son, my I told just kind of going back to him there a minute. He uh, he is. Uh, He's naturally talented, like I was in high school. And I tell my students this all the time. And and my son lived it this past year as a freshman in college studying music. So the hardest thing I ever had to learn to do in my life was to learn how to practice. Because I didn't used to have to. Yep, yep, yep. I've been learning that lately. Well, it's almost like with with certain kids with schoolwork. 
Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. Some people have to study and some people don't. Right. But it's when you realize that you have to that I think that it makes you that much better of a musician. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, I can get by with not doing this, but as a guitar player, it's like I know what I can do and I'm capable of, but I know that I can sit down, especially YouTube. I mean, YouTube is a, oh, yeah, yeah. just a huge There's learning. There's like no excuses. Yeah, exactly. You can go on there. and <laughs> it's just like, lazy. <laughs> for instance, I, if I want to be a better lead guitar player, I can put on a 20-minute, um, oh, what am I looking for? Literally for the rest of your life, if you spent – Nothing but time just watching videos about being a lead guitar player on yeah. YouTube. You'd die before you finished. <laughs> but what, you I, finished but what I was getting to is like I can put on like a 20-minute jam track yep. and yeah, just play yeah, leads yeah. to it mm-hmm. to get better, to feel. Because, and Tristan knows, with us playing as a band, nothing's written. Yeah, you know, and every, the way that you guys play that, and a lot of jam bands do that kind of yeah. shit, where they play like different songs over different keys, and that really helps you like practice. Like me yeah. specifically, I need to practice like the E pentatonic like a lot. Well, yeah, but um, everything but is that helps you find keys and practice is, over yeah. stuff like everything that. Everything is with us is spontaneous. Yeah. So when you're doing stuff that's spontaneous, to me, as a guitar player, you kind of get into a box. Mm-hmm. And this is what I do. So it's mm-hmm. like if I take the time to practice, maybe I won't do just this. I'll do that. Right. I'll do this. Right. But yeah, I don't yeah, you have to that. widen your box. That's what I've been trying to do lately. Yeah. It's like you're like, why do you need a microphone? I'm like, dude, I got to figure out how to sing at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so you said your son's at um, what, what college is He's it? He's at Marietta. Marietta college. in Ohio, correct? Right. Just and across the river there. Music therapy. Yes. So, so, and we talked earlier about like a lot of these, like Fairmont as an example, canceling mm-hmm. all these music arts and our entertainment and theater and all this, you know, music and theater classes and scholarships, right? Right. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that this school here doesn't hold value in this compared to other things. Right. Because right. what do you do with the kids that are already there? Yeah. yeah that's, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day that, you know, some of them are going to have to transfer. Because... But as a teacher, does that not like, uh, that would make, I mean, I'm not a teacher. That makes me physically ill. Yeah, to it hear does. That. It, it yeah. is. It is. And, uh, but you, you, you look at a place like Marietta College, who is, you know, they're kind of, they're known more for their petroleum engineering. That's kind of their bread and butter. But yet, well, Marietta's not like a Division One school. No, it's a D three D three school. Yeah, but they're they're trying to build their music program. Yeah, Wesleyan is trying. You know, they're mm-hmm. growing well, their I, music. I've heard program. great things about Wesleyan. Yeah, it's so you have to take the good with the bad, I guess, and yeah. look at the positives. The um, I mean, it sucks for around here because you you know people personally that are affected by the closures of the music degrees or the cancellations of music degrees and and things like that so it's cool to see growth in other places but when you're personally or know people that's personally affected by it it's it's uh makes it harder makes it harder yeah and that's crazy because we don't have that big of a music like community around here anyway that's not like well, not that's right that here. diverse per se per, but, uh, per se but um that's just not good like that's not good for the state that's well, not no. good for these right. kids but it's like, like you spoke on wesleyan like i know many people that have gone through the music program in wesleyan yeah. and said it's very good yeah and you went to abc Mm-hmm. And and was in the music program there, so I mean, and thank you for saying ABC and not ABU. So well, ABC is what I mean. I'm right with right. that, right? That, yeah, that's okay. where I went it's to not school. ABU. <laughs> I, I I always tell people I my call it my school doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I went to ABC. <laughs> but to ABC. That's just a little. That's know. what we always called it when I was growing up. <laughs> it's not, but it's different now. It's ABU, it's ABU now. now. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> There's the ADD kicking in. Um, Sorry, I'm not 100 years old. Gosh. Yeah, no, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Take it Talking easy, man. To you, Josh. Take, I'm not 100. <laughs> take it. Bro, I just said I digress. Now you're just taking shots at me because of my age. No, but what I was saying was it's crazy that because Fairmont's, I don't know. I, I've had a lot of people, like, if they don't get into WVU, they go to Fairmont. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that a school that has that many kids because there's a lot of people exactly. in Fairmont just decide one day, like, hey, music's not important anymore. Yeah. I remember as a high schooler, we went there multiple times on field trips for their theater program. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was there a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, and I mean, we did the same thing at WVU at the Creative Arts Center. Like, we yeah, went we there for, like, times. Hamilton yeah. or something like that. And, I mean, somebody that's not a huge, I don't want to say support. I just It's not something I get into right. as far as the, the theater goes. Like, I've got friends that Hamilton, everybody wants to, they love Hamilton. It's oh, yeah. like, I just can't get into it. It's not for me. I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad by any means, but it's not for me. Right, right. And that's the cool thing about music. And I think I told you this in a text or a message or whatever. I said, you know, if everybody liked 
the same thing, we'd live in an awful, boring world. Yeah, wouldn't have anything terrible. to talk about. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, you like that band? Me too. That'd be it. <laughs> right. They're great. That's awesome. So, as a guitar player, when did that? When did that start for you? Was yeah. that before you? Because, well, let me let me go back a little bit. Because you're a music teacher, uh, a band, and all that stuff. Did you start an instrument before you started guitar? Uh, well, I when I was. Uh, I don't know, probably uh, six, seven, eight years old. Elementary school days. Yeah, my yeah. parents got me a guitar. Because, really? You know, I, I remember, and this is a little bit off topic, but kind of give you a little bit of backstory. I remember, you know, when I was a kid, music was always playing at my house, you know. Uh, same way. And that that's the biggest influence that I've, that, that is probably what pushed me in that direction. But, you know, I remember sitting in front of my mom's stereo with the big old headphones on, listening to the uh, Stevie Wonder Songs in the Key of Life album over and over and over again. Got that album right behind you on a stack back then. That's an amazing album. And I got to see that concert, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but Stevie didn't see me, but (laughs) anyway. (laughs) You've heard, not not to go off topic too much, but you've heard all these celebrities that are convinced that Stevie's not blonde, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just convinced that he's not blonde. It's, it's, It's crazy. But so, yeah. Uh, not, not but, to change yeah. Bit. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you know, I was probably six, seven, eight years old. Got a guitar, you know, full size guitar. My little fat fingers wouldn't, and they still don't reach it very well now. But <laughs> when you're six, seven years old, and you have a full size guitar in your hand, and you know, you kind of get a little frustrated. So I put it away for yeah, you know, a long time. And and I recently, I, I mean, I started playing bass when I was in college. So um, I always consider myself a bass player before anything and i still do i, I like playing it better uh, but it's hard to sing and play a, a bass at the same time you know not very much crowd for mccartney did it pretty well, well yeah <laughs> but, but not by himself he no. had a, he had some others with him but uh you know i uh, picked up a guitar to actually fill in for at a church to yeah. play uh play guitar because our the guitar player there moved and that's how i really got back into guitar but throughout my life as a kid i you know i've broken about every finger on my hand i cut this pinky off here had it sewn back on and i cut it off in the band or band room door when i was in the seventh grade because my parents didn't want me to play football because they're afraid i'd get hurt so you know i cut my finger off in the band so you wanted to show them i'll show you that's right (laughs) I can, get, I can get hurt in band just as well as I can get hurt in football. That's crazy. So, you know, I my I say music's my biggest joy, but it's also my biggest frustration because yeah. my brain knows what to do. But, you know, back when I grew up in a holler, you know, and in the 1970s and 80s, and, you, you know, you break a finger two or three times. You quit yep. going to the emergency room. Mom, dad say, hey, or just mm-hmm. taper up, yeah. you know, black, you know, electrical tape and some popsicle sticks. Yeah, we didn't know anything about yep. physical therapy or whatnot. So, you know, I got this one finger that goes this way and this one I have no feeling in the end. You got, so, a, you you got, a, wonky, you got a wonky yep. finger. Yeah. So, um, but your parents kind of, they, they bought you a guitar. And that's, oh, yeah. That's where it started. That's essentially. where it started. Yeah. See, for me, it was nothing like that. It was, um, everybody has their own kind of what introduced them or how that, what, what made them want to pick up this instrument or that instrument. And nobody ever bought anything for me and just said, here it is. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I saw Hendrix when I was a kid, live mm-hmm. at Woodstock DVD. And that's when I knew. That's what you wanted to do. That's what, I mean, because to me, it might as well be Hendrix, right? I mean, right. the man reinvented the guitar, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But like nobody ever bought me one until I said, hey, that's what I want to do. But when you say the music that you listen to, you know, your parents having the, the record player and the headphones and all that stuff, do you feel like a lot of your musical taste is still from them? Yes. Has it changed over the years? It Either? it has, but you still go back. But to I still go yeah. back to that. Yeah. That's you know, and the cool thing about having teenage kids, you know, yeah. my daughter is, um, she's a senior at Grafton High School, and you talk about you know your nephew missing their senior year, yeah. and you know, and well, you're and, going through that, literally. right? I'm yeah. right living that right now, and if I have to wear a mask just so my kid can go to the prom and and next april then that's what i'll do yeah you know but that's that's off topic but you know uh, no, it's a it's a stand you're, you're you're taking a stand that's your statement on it you right. know what i mean it but everybody's it, different like i said earlier right um and you know my daughter man she has an amazing set of pipes she can sing she's got the sultry she, she in choir too she's in show choir yeah See, i was she, in the show choir and everything. we used to do the grafting i think it was grafting Grafton cavalcade yep. you had babs right babs, yes, was babs your, yeah. we, we thought, talked yeah. about that through messenger as right. well yeah but you know, it's cool having those two teens 
Uh, as my son has introduced me to, uh, you know, a lot of cool stuff and music wise, music wise, yeah. and my daughter, you know, they, I've influenced their taste. They've influenced mine as well. You know, that my son Jonah wanted to, he, he loves Ray Charles. He played, wanted to learn, um, the runaround by Ray yeah. Charles. So, you know, when he was probably about 10 or 11 years old, he started uh, learning that piece in his piano lessons. And my daughter, she, uh, her, let's see, how do I want to say her musical tastes are? They're more. I feel like it's, it gets harder and harder to describe as the years go by. Urban, I guess. Is the, <laughs> see, but I don't know. I have no idea what you, you know, mean. She's more into the R and B things, and which is cool. But see, uh, it's, it's tough to even say that anymore, right? Because what's R and B now? Yeah, because it's not right. the same thing. It's like, well, it's like what's saying country, country. exactly. Because yeah, I, I tell you, man, if if your guy's wearing uh, skinny jeans with uh, with bling on yeah. the butt, then mm-hmm. you, he's not yeah. singing country. I hate to tell you, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. That's you don't I mean, like chasing all Dean. That's no, I'm no, done. No. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's it's crazy though because it, it it really like I feel like country nowadays is that genre, and I feel like the genre it's changed over the years. But now, right, right now, country is that genre where yeah. everything sounds the same. Yep. Exactly. There's your very few select artists, like for instance, Chris Stapleton. Oh, I, I believe God. is yes. the best thing that's I, happened to country in the past 10, 15 I years. Agree. I there agree. was a point at the end of the nineties where the co- country just changed, and my mm-hmm. sax player told me something very interesting the other day. He feels that. That, like Shania Twain was that kind of yeah it changed yeah, it even the early two thousands country wasn't as bad as it is there's now, a lot of early two thousand but I'm talking about like your Brooks and Dunn's your yeah. Alabamas your stuff like that like that's good country, country yeah, to that's me. real country yeah to exactly yes. but then it it changes to this thing now where like I said I feel like there's very few artists especially on mainstream country radio mm-hmm. that your everyday I love country quote unquote consumers are listening to right. They hear the same thing over and over again, and I, I almost feel like that's why they like it so much. Dude, I turn right. on the radio the but last then time I was here. Don't tell me that my jam band music sucks because it's the same thing for 20 minutes. Continue. <laughs> and the only thing I heard for two songs in a row was trap drums over some yeehaw oh. dude singing, dude. I can't even, like... <laughs> it's no, literally, it's country, maddening. Cu- country tracks, all the, all the popular ones have the on the one and the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what country's turned into. Yeah. And only squares clap on one and three, man. Yeah. It, it makes me, it's, it's crazy. Because like I said, I asked if your parents, the music that they introduced you to is something that you still listen to. And it's it's so much that for oh, me. Oh, yeah, it is for me. It's yeah. so much that for me because, yeah, we're in a jam band. And like I said, it's hard to label anything nowadays. But like the the CCR, the Skinner, the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, all that stuff, that's that's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dead, all that stuff. And I'm, I have the, my very select few, like the Dave Matthews Band that was kind of my thing that I kind of right. found myself. You know, and that's, that's something that I hold near and dear to my heart that as something that I found that I'm going to share to my children. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my right. son's named after Jimi Hendrix and Dave Matthews, so he already knows what's going on in that, you right. know, and you as far think- as that goes. Do either one of you two think you would have found half of your like influences if it wasn't for your parents? Oh, absolutely not. No, not at all. That's yeah, good, because that's it's almost school teaching. Yeah. When you go to school, you're taught this. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're growing up, your parents teach you this when it comes right. to music, and it's, and not to you know politics, religion, all that stuff is nowhere near what we want to talk about. It's almost like religion. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are you know raised up this way, and then they find their own thing. Sports is a great example for yeah, me. Yeah, honestly. So like being where we're from, you're raised a Steelers fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Steelers, when you go Cowboys. to J.C. Penney's, what do they have at J.C. Penney's? Yeah. Nothing but Steelers. Right. But it's funny because you think about it, D.C.'s not that much further away. I mean, it not is, really. but it's not like another five hours up the road. Cleveland's four, right there. Right. You know what I mean? But it's it's like then you get old enough, and then you kind of have your own taste. But it doesn't mean that you hate what you were originally brought up on i feel like you find yourself as a music listener and oh, what yeah. you enjoy but you were raised on this so you still like the almond brothers are a perfect example for me like yeah. the almonds like yeah i listen to him my parents listen to him, but then i grow as a musician i'm like jesus christ what the almond brothers doing is incredible for real yeah. they're like the first jam band to me right, that's how i right. look at them it's, it's it's crazy but i what you would ask no without my parents my music taste would be very very different yeah mine too mine too and i you know i hope that you know because of my son, I appreciate Twenty One Pilots. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate them. It's not what I'm jamming or you know gotcha. listening to driving yeah. up here today, but I appreciate what they do. And but and, that's that's great about being a musician and right. you teach it and you live you you love music. 
So it's being right. able to appreciate right. something about it. It's not something I would listen to either, but you you hear something that you appreciate. It's like what I said earlier about trying to find something that you appreciate. Right. You yeah. know, and that's when I teach music class, the first thing I ever say is, I'm going to play stuff in here you're not going to like. I'm going to play stuff I don't like. But it's important to know the history of... Open your ears. Right. Well, and, learn the history too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know, at one time I... I I was a music snob. I, I'm, I, yeah. You know, I was like, wow, that's not real music. I feel like yeah. there's a line right here, and I'm, I'm a habitual line stepper. Yeah. It's like sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. It's like right. I can't find my well, place. I just, you know, I just made the the comment about well, and that about the new country. Well, that's fine. Just don't call it country. No. You know, yeah. it's, it's pop. It's it pop. is pop. Yeah. That's what it, it is. is. Just don't call it country. No. You're absolutely right. And there's a so, lot of people out there that'll fight us about that, but they wouldn't have any reason why they'd fight us. Right. Because we're musicians and we listen to music. It's not just exactly. something there. Right. It, it really, it's it's sad. It really is. Because I feel like there's, you know, I don't know how well, you know, Tyler Childers, of course, I would mm-hmm. assume, right? So, like, there's a lot of those musicians that could be considered country that are lost because mainstream country isn't right. what it was. Right. So all these musicians have to find a different outlet because what was once their genre is no longer their genre. Right. It's it's right, pop. Yeah. It's pop. I mean that right. that's exactly what it is. And, and I don't know why people can't see that. It's like if you like this new country so much, go listen to the older pop music and tell me there, right. there's very very the similarities are, are there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about the hook. Right. It's pop music. I mean, I just I, I think it's crazy. But, you know, we've talked enough about this. So, you know, you're 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 a teacher. And not only you're a teacher, but you're a music lover because I be- believe to teach music you would have to oh, love right. music. And and you know I, I appreciate that. Not that you were ever my teacher because I didn't go to Grafton, but one of your students have been here before right. and been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Dalton. I don't know if I told you that he had Dalton. Well, no, okay, yeah. I didn't know. That. Yes, yeah. And those uh, you know students that say you're uh, said earlier about you can't teach them. You're you know they're well beyond me. Yeah. I was like here, man, just yeah. And and the cool thing is past year. Him and his buddy Jake. Him and Jake were in my guitar class for like the 10th time in four years. I don't know. but (laughs) If you can take it, why not? I'm exaggerating. But they put together a little studio out of one of my practice rooms. Yeah. You know, and they... They uh, would. They taught this one kid to play bass, and another kid was playing drums, and they just had their own band during that yep. uh, hour time period, which was really cool. Yeah, I would imagine because that's you. You're 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 enabling them to be able right, to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, as as a teacher and as a music listener and a music lover, so we, we've covered a lot. Um, and you said that you consider yourself a bass player before you consider yourself a guitar player. Um, is so if you had to pick, or I don't want to say one because it's kind of hard to narrow it down to one. But if you had to, I know you said you love Ray Charles. Oh yeah. Like if you had to pick three, like what what are your? If we could look at your Spotify, because you have Spotify, right? What what would be like the most three played artists on your Spotify account? <laughs> well, it depends on the time of my life, or you know. Whatever. Well, recently, I guess. Recently, you know, I listened to. Uh, a lot of David Gray. David Gray, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he's uh, he had a couple mainstream things, but I like what I like about music is you know when when Adele came out, I thought she was awesome till they you know pushed it down your throat and played yeah. it five thousand times. You said Chris Stapleton, he wrote um, "Hello," I'm pretty sure. He wrote one of her really well, popular yeah, songs. Yeah. I was gonna say I know he wrote for Adele as well, mm-hmm. but that's like Tennessee Whiskey's not his song. No, I mean that exactly. song's old. That's right. David. That's, a, that's David Allen Coe, I believe. That's an older. No, Hank Williams. That. That's an older. Regardless, like he didn't write it, but George Strait also sang it too. But I don't like he, his version. He, he's in, he's incredible. But sorry, Dave. You said David yeah, Gray. David Gray. Uh, right now, you know, it might change. Uh, yeah, Anderson East. I'm really into him. He's got a blues, nice blues voice. Uh, uh, what else am I listening to right now? Uh, Colin Hay. From uh, oh, Minute Work. Yes, Minute yeah, Work. Yeah, I know, I know Colin, Colin Hay. Hay yeah. and, uh, I can get too steep. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Love Colin Hay. Great stuff. And uh, uh, so, you know, but then tomorrow. So it, it might changes. Be, yeah. It changes. It has to. And I, I, was I feel, I feel like in an extent it does. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Tristan there a minute ago while you're out there that, you know, I hate that I get, I get to the point where I can't pay attention to something, but then I get hyper focused on one song or one, yeah. one style of music and I just play it. Over and over and over again. I think Tristan knows this about me, and I think he would agree. If he doesn't know it, he would agree. I'm very with the dead lately. Like, 
and I well, we talked about this. I th- think they're incredible, but I I ch- almost I find that one band and then I just start consuming oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, the yeah. same way. I yeah, consume it all. I agree. And I, that's how I was with Dave when mm-hmm. I first started listening to Dave Matthews Band, and I consume the. I mean, they're they're top notch for me. I mean, I, I I put their name on my body and tattooed, so to me that means right, you know right. more than most. But I mean, people laugh at that. But regardless, like I said, uh, they that. To me, that means they mean something. But like, I, I, I tend to find something that I like, and then I dive very, very deep into mm-hmm. it and see how much I really like really it. Like it yeah. Right, right, yeah. Tell us like, with oh, Isbel, yeah, yeah, with Isbel. I heard that first are you, are you familiar album, with Jason like, Isbel? My, oh, you definitely, yeah. <laughs> my goodness, yeah. incredible songwriter, incredible music. The stuff that he does, guitar wise, yeah, uh, that would that would be our our out our, our release. This past week was uh, a, a review Something of one of his albums. Yeah. yeah, review of one of his albums. He's incredible, incredible. And it's like Tristan had said in the podcast, and I quote: "I don't know why he's not at the top of the charts." Yeah, for it's real. It's because he is essentially country. Yeah, but it's more you rocky. Would think you would hear him all over the radio. Like but, he, but he has country so many anymore, hooks. You know what I mean? He 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 writes in a very I don't want to say like poppy style, but like when you're centered on the hook that's kind of how i think of like a poppy style he writes very catchy exactly yeah and it's really really good and you don't hear that a lot i always not to you know let this bleed into over this this episode as well but i always tell people when i told tristan from the moment i started listening to him and introducing tristan to jason isabel he has a way of writing to where i could say something very simple but he he writes around it and takes a long way to get to it yeah and just makes it makes you think that much more it's to, incredible. Yeah, Jason is well, incredible stuff. Well, when I'm heading back to Grafton here in a little bit, I'll there you go. It up once yeah, I mean, if you haven't looked up my album, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm listening to your stuff. Your stuff's cool, man. Uh, no, I'm just Joe. You don't have to say that. You know, his <laughs> new album's really good. I like the yeah, Jason live Isbell's in Alabama. That's a really good live album. Ryman, as well. you mean the Ryman? Is, is that what it is? Is it out? Uh, Ryman's in Tennessee, bud. No, he's in Alabama. The oh, one there's I'm thinking, another one. The one I'm thinking okay. of. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean. I'm glad we got to, because I mean, even some stuff that you told me today, we know each other, but we don't right. know each other super well. It's nice to kind of get an insight into somebody yeah, as a musician cool. and a music teacher and stuff like that. And I, I, we didn't really talk on it much, but I'd like to end it on this episode with, with, with the, the COVID and the Corona, like how has that changed as a music teacher? I mean, what has that done to you? Made things very frustrating. You but know. you're just like most people that are out of work, right? Like you're just eager right. to get back to work and you almost wonder why you can't. I mean, exactly. I know you're talking about being safe because that's your top priority is, is the safety of the kids. Right. But it's like, uh, not to talk about me, but it's like, I wonder why I'm not essential. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I know why you guys aren't because it's the gathering and everything. Right. Gathering. You know? And there was Why a- is fast food essential? Well, fast food's essential, but this is America. West Virginia's top of the obesity (laughs) thing. That's right, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's very frustrating as, and I I think I said this earlier, in in the front of my mind, I know what reality is, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, we got a performance and we haven't, you know, I'm not where I should be by this time in the year, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I, I... I'm so this year, I, you think it's going to have an asterisk beside it, basically. It should, yeah. yeah. I don't doubt it. It's like Barry Bonds that year, he hit yeah. all those homers, and he yeah. got tested for steroids, yeah. and they're like, he's on steroids. There. There, there's an asterisk beside his name. But, you know, there was an aerosol study that came out a couple of weeks ago, and it was done in the University of Colorado. And, uh, so, and like, you know, the, the restrictions or the guidelines that we have to follow, and, and these haven't been put into place yet, but... Um, you know, there's certain things that my trumpet players are going to have to do or my clarinet players that, and, and this is an argument I use when people say, well, why does the football team get to do this and this and this? And I said, I don't want to worry about that anymore. You know, but a musical instrument, a wind instrument especially, is just an extension of your mouth. It, it just, it seems plausible that it should be taken with some... Um, yeah, you're just yeah. blowing air. Yeah, you're right just blowing out. air and yeah. spit. I mean, it's like <laughs> Warren, our sax player, like, I'm wondering, you know, because I, I sing, but you figure he's he's not singing, he's playing sax the whole time. Yeah. So it's literally him... <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> sucking spit and There's blowing some spit. More, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's funny to think about, but as I said, I was, I was just curious, because I know how it's changed for me, but you have a, to me, a very important profession, because you're teaching you know the generation after mine music right right. you know what i mean and i feel like and i've already spoken on the fact that it's crazy that they're eliminating music programs at these certain places whether here there everywhere i just think it's crazy because i believe music's a lot more important than what a lot of people tell us it is exactly right 
Um, but I just kind of, I, I kind of wondered what your, how you felt about it because obviously, you know, as a teacher, I would assume that you're ready to go back and teach. Oh, I've been ready since. Well, March. you've been on the schedule. You said <laughs> yeah. you've been a teacher for what, 22, 24? This is my twenty fourth year, twenty yeah, second at Grafton so, High. Yeah. So you kind of got into a, a schedule, right? You right. Know? Yeah, your body doesn't know what to do when, when, when you know you're not exhausted from band camp. Well, and it's like I told everybody, like you know, us being a every Friday and Saturday band, I want a month off. Then a month turned into two, and right. two turned into three, and now right. it's August. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I I love I love my students, and you know, it sucks. I, I look, I suck. It sucks as because I look at it two different ways. I look at it as a teacher that I, you know, I love these kids, and we have fun, and I, I love making music and teaching them music. But then I look at it as a daughter, you know, as a father of a daughter yeah. who's a senior in high school, who is part of my band, who is a musician as oh, well. Oh, she's in the band, too. Yeah, yeah, she's in the band. She plays saxophone. She's okay. pretty good at that, yeah. too. But, uh, you know, her... My kids are more talented than I ever thought I could be or ever wish I could <laughs> That's be. That's what you're supposed to say, anyway. I mean, it is. It's the truth. <laughs> You know, but it's really frustrating not to be able to do. And then, and you know, the kids get a little bit frustrated when I do get to meet with them. And I'm like, you know, dude, it's not just at Grafton High School. This is it's worldwide. Yeah. You know, this is not just happening here. And it, you just got to deal with it, I guess. You know, I, I, it is what it is. I, and I know that's a cop out answer, but yeah, it's the only answer I have. So um, I don't want to continue greatly because. We we got about an hour or so far now, but I've always wanted to know now that you brought it up, and I never put two and two together. So your son, mm-hmm. he went to Grafton as well, right? Yes. Was he in the band? Yes. So you had your son, and now you have your daughter's, daughter's senior, senior year, right? I've always wanted to know what that's like. Yeah, that's got to be because really I've cool. had teach. No, I don't know about <laughs> cool, right? Because I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it's different for everybody, but do you feel like you got to make an example of your kids so everybody else realizes? Yeah, my my son's freshman year, it was a life of hell for him because yeah. I was like, Jonah, why aren't the flutes playing it right? And he's like, oh, but dad, I played the trumpet. I don't know. You know, it's like, Jonah, why can't the major us carry, you know, catch our batons? I don't know, dad. I, you know, I played the trumpet. So That's great. But I mellowed out after about his freshman year. So, so it was easier on your daughter than it was your oh, son? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm just curious because I had teachers. You had Riston in school, right? Too. Did you yeah. have Mr. Riston? Yeah, Mr. Riston. Yeah. So Davey was a grade ahead of me. So I mean, he had he oh, had okay. a kid that was in school and he was teaching at the yeah, same see, time. I never met Davey. I've always wondered what that was like. You know what I mean? Especially for his wacko. <laughs> Who, Davey? No, Mr. Winston. Oh, Mr. Riston. Mr. Yeah. Riston. I've always, like I said, I've always wondered what that was like because you know I went to school with with with. Um, children of of the teachers right and you see it but you're always th- i'm always thinking in the back of my head like i wonder if it's a lot more rough on them because they want to make an example that way the other kids don't think always oh, taking it easy on his kids yeah. you know what i mean it, i mean like i said jonah's first his freshman year it was his you know i took i took everything out on him even if i had nothing to do with him he's like <laughs> yeah. dad i played a trumpet i don't know why the yeah. i don't know why the drummers can't hold yeah. their sticks all I, the other I mean, kids are like man he really hates his son <laughs> what do i have to go to this pto meeting <laughs> <laughs> but the coolest part is you know we do a um we do a we call it a winter gala what it is like a supper club and my jazz band plays and okay and uh we play a version of uh and the postmodern jukebox. Oh, they're incredible. Yeah, they're, we, they're we do incredible. the uh, Seven heard, Nation Army. You've heard them, right? They take all these newer, essentially songs, right. and they turn them into like classical, right? Twenties, yeah, like yeah. ragtime type yeah, it's stuff. Really cool. No. Oh, it's incredible. It's yeah, incredible. I think cool, they do a uh, one of um, Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy that I really oh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I really that's that's great. I, yeah, but yeah we, I know what you're talking about. We do a version. We do the uh, Seven Nation Army. Okay. My daughter sings it. She's got that sultry voice. You know, my son yeah, plays piano. Yeah, I've never heard piano. your daughter sing. That, that's that, that's really and, cool. And uh, you know, the son, this kid, it's my son's best friend. Played the drums, and we, you know, and th- when you get to do something like that with your kids, you know, that's. Well, that's magic but then yeah, on yeah. The, you know sometimes and i don't want to ramble on forever but oh, you're fine um you know standing on the sideline as a football as a football game at halftime or at a band spectacular competition or sometimes you forget your dad because you're so involved in watching everything okay well next week we've got to fix this or yeah. you know this kid forgot to you know didn't get his horn up uh straight enough or something and you don't you know, I made sure my son's senior night, I sat down and I watched him. Him. 
and yeah. and that's I understand and that, what you're that's saying. hard to do. Yeah, that's hard. You got to all do. these things going on, but at the same time, you got you got you got a kid, right? That's doing what you're teaching essentially. Right. Um, so it's funny because I was in jazz band. I think it was only two years because I don't think they started at my frat. I think they started at my sophomore junior year, and I learned a lot in jazz band on the guitar. Um, I remember we did uh, "Gonna Fly Now." Oh yeah, uh, you know Rocky, the Rocky theme song, and like in all these different jazzy type chords that mm-hmm. you had to learn as a new guitar player. It's like yeah, and you I, have to have like fifteen fingers to yeah, play. I play G mm-hmm. chords now. You know, <laughs> right. I don't play these susses, right. add nines. You know, it's it's crazy. But you know, we we did a lot of stuff in jazz band that you know I to this day am really happy that i learned and i did mm-hmm. not that i'm ever going to play them again but it, it just it pushed me as a guitar player right so it's really cool uh you know i'm like i said i'm glad we got to sit down and talk to you today yeah it's um, been great i i uh as a musician and and then uh as a music lover and you a music teacher and musician a music lover all those things that plus one on me because i don't teach music but i mean it's it's nice to sit down and be able to chat to people that appreciate the same things you do but they don't necessarily have the same background or the same feelings on this or that, you know, and that's what we want to give people that listen to us anyway, is as a, as a insight into this person or that person, why we like the things that we like or why you chose what you chose to do as a, as a music teacher. Tristan, you got anything else? No, Tristan I think usually, pretty much all. Yeah, Tristan usually just says, yeah, okay. And, mm-hmm, <laughs> hey, yeah, I didn't everything. say, yeah, okay this time. <laughs> I mean, I'll find it in there and I'll just put a, like a five minute. You do such this. a good job. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks, bud. I mean, it's the music dick, so it should be called like Josh Falms being the music dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, no, we appreciate you coming on once again, man. So the band got drug into it. <laughs> oh, this is great. They man. weren't pulling their weight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my band, but uh, no, yeah, like I said, I, we appreciate you coming on for sure. Um, I told Tristan that we were going to do um, an interview with you and, you know, kind of you're, you're not knowing much about your background, but the fact that you're a teacher and you teach music and you play music and all that stuff. So it, it's a lot different than the interviews we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the people that we've done has just been musicians, especially one that did Crooked Fest that we had in the past. We kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to get a bunch of those musicians on. But like I said, we appreciate it. Uh, as always, we appreciate you all for listening. Uh, this has been another installment of the Music Dicks uh podcast for Tristan. I have a fly on my face. Yeah, you, have, you, have, you do have a fly on your face. <laughs> for Tristan Wright, I'm Josh Falmsby. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash musicdicks. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at instagram.com slash themusicdicks. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, ideas, anything you want to send us that's not hate mail because we don't like reading that, Tristan is very... He, he cries. I'm sensitive. He cries. <laughs> um, send us an email to musicdicks at gmail.com. Thank you guys once again for listening and we'll see you again next time. Wow. Hello. 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 Hello.